You're listening to Sabbat Shalom with Brother Doug on Open Minds Radio. To follow Doug on Instagram, at d.is4doug, that's the number four. To follow Mark, at tincan.telephone. To follow the Sabbat Shalom netcast page, at sabbat.shalom. To follow Open Minds Radio, at Open Minds Radio. And be sure to check out Open Minds Radio online at www.openmindsradio.com. Now stay tuned for Sabbat Shalom with Brother Doug. Enjoy! What's yeah. new? No, you know, you know, same old, same old, still in the work hole. Well, and, uh, but even though you're in the work hole, because uh-huh. this this is the secret. We're all stuck in the work in this work hole. This, yeah. This loop, mm-hmm. this this mm-hmm. never ending loop that we get stuck in day after day. You ever have those dreams that just loop? Yeah. I hate that. It's like the same thing just keeps looping over, and you, you wake up, and you're like. All right, man. This this dream is something good. <laughs> you go back to sleep, and it doesn't even matter what it is. It's just like this. You just get stuck in this repetitive, mm-hmm. like almost like a record that's stuck. Yeah. So that's kind of life. But mm-hmm. while you're stuck in that little loop, the physical loop that we're all going through just to make ends meet, what's yeah. going on in your head? Are you are you uh, living a full life in your imagination? <laughs> no. <laughs> that's the problem. That is the problem. You know, I it's the, the no daydreaming, Doug. No daydream, oh, Doug. <laughs> yeah, <it's>, uh, <laughs> yeah. Daydream, Doug dies at about August, and then he comes back around around December. Um, so I'm like on I'm on an annual loop, and so I'm just uh, I'm I'm in that little phase trying to trying to find a good balance. Um, you know, and I guess that's the struggle everybody everybody uh faces but like it's hard it's hard to find that balance once uh shit gets busy you know what i mean i do i do you know there used to be that song everybody's working for the weekend uh-huh and that used to the weekend used to be enough uh, oh yeah but i don't know man it is <laughs> the not weekends, enough. The, the weekends are just weird i don't know if, if it's like this for everybody but just maybe it's my schedule but like Sometimes I have a weekend. Most weekends, most days off are just packed with crap I yeah. got to do. Yeah, getting shit done. Yeah, and then um, and then it starts over. But uh, I guess so. Uh, I mean, what what trick do you have? Do you uh, you found you found the the secret there of what to do to um, break up the monotony? Not really. However. Yeah. Um, I don't know. <laughs> My life's a little bit different than yours, I think. So, yeah. um, you know, like I get to wear shorts to work. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And and this has really helped. Open Lines Radio has really helped. Mm-hmm. Although sometimes I can see that Holly gets a little irritated with it because it's like all my free time not all my free time but a lot of my free time goes i'm out in the garage working Mm -hmm. on it and and and, you know every i'm not putting out all the content but i do Mm -hmm. kind of yeah there's um, still work involved in it yeah there's still work to get it posted once i get it and you know i would say to post each podcast episode is somewhere between 30 minutes to an hour to you know to go through the whole thing of 
getting the file ready to upload to uploading to advertising it out on Instagram. Yeah. And I actually really enjoy it. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So that's yeah. been, that's what's been my saving grace. Um, yeah. my, my family, on the other hand, is like, oh, there he goes back out to the garage. Right. <laughs> nice well, to see you, Dad. <laughs> total. And I think that's the reality of any hobby. You know what I mean? It's like you need the hobby for your own sanity, but then like you got to balance it. So sometimes I just look at the Open Lines Radio Instagram page and I'm just like, mm -hmm. I built this. <laughs> you know, yeah, this thing is yeah, so totally. badass. Yeah. When you look at all the different episodes that are and, and the uh -huh. way they fall into place. Yeah. No, man. Like I, I you know, my the, the thing that I'm really into is woodworking, and I've probably talked about this before, but. Um, we we bought an old shitty house and I've done a lot to it and I often walk around and just feel a sense of pride in what I was able to do with it but like in the middle of it it also came at a cost you know of time away and all that and um, yeah I mean I guess, I guess that's the reality of life is it's all you know good and bad with all even the good stuff has uh, hard shit to it I guess you've got to prioritize yeah, yeah. So anyway, um, man, I feel negative. <laughs> I feel like I've got just a negative vibe. Yeah, man. I well, you know, my, and my, my kids are a little older, so they require a little bit less attention. So yeah, yeah. I'm kind of moving into this second phase of my, or I don't know about the second phase, this next phase of my life, which is a little bit more independent than I'm used yeah. to being. Well, you know, that's interesting that you bring that up because. That's actually kind of what I wanted to talk about. Um, Let's is, talk about it. <laughs> is like what, how we change with time. Um, so let me set this up for a second. Um, a couple months ago, I, you know, those personality tests that yeah. you take. And um, I've had this personality, and off the top of my head, I can't remember. You're talking what, like the uh, Briggs something? Yeah, yeah, Myers Briggs. Yeah. And um, and I can't remember my combination, but it had been that way for a while. And then I'd retaken it, and it had changed a little bit. And it's not whatever. It's just a test, right? Mm -hmm. But going through some of the questions, and it's been a couple months. It was like in July when I did it. But I so I can't remember the exact questions. But I remember taking the questions and looking at them and saying to myself, I in the past I would have handled it this way but I don't think that's how I would do it anymore and and like I like I genuinely think genuinely think that the um like my personality's changed you know what I mean like it's a just a different uh I don't feel like the same person that I was well, but good. at the same time like I'm very much the same person you know what I'm saying mm -hmm. And and so I was just looking at something related to that, and it said that there's really when people are in their teens and early adulthood, because that's really by your teens and early adulthood, you kind of have developed who you are. And obviously people gain experience and grow and hopefully mature, and so some of that's going to develop. But really like the core of who you are, um, probably by your early 20s, is, is somewhat developed, I'm, I would assume. And they're saying that there's like, I don't know, like six factors, your family, your friends, your occupation or what, or what occupation you're striving to, to do religion and community. And like, um, I was thinking in adulthood, like as 
fully grown adults with children who are old and everything, I would still assume that if some if one of those things changed dramatically, like that it changes you. Um, and so like you look at your, so your family situations changed, you know, in multiple ways. One, your kids have grown, but, but like you have kind of the family dynamic that you had maybe 20 years ago versus the family dynamic now. The family like, dynamic I had five years ago. Like, so how has that changed you? Well, so, I, I, I mean, <clears throat> I think going back first before how it changed me, I'm just like, I think that, I think that we are all kind of, I don't know who came up with this 18 years old. Like, yeah, everything yeah. centers around 18. 18 is when you become an adult. 18 is when you graduate uh -huh. from high school. 18 is when you can go to war. 18 is when you can vote. Right. And I believe that we're, like, who you are when you're 18 is basically who you are at your core. Mm -hmm. There's like no shaking it through life, the core. Yeah, and that's the music I listen to still. You know, mm -hmm. I'm listening to I I, at, I was 18 in 1991. Yeah, and I am still listening to <laughs> I listen. If I have XM radio on, I'm listening to <laughs> yeah, early you know? 90s. Yeah, <laughs> uh -huh. there's a there's a we have this radio at work, and the only station that comes in is the rock the 90s rock station <laughs> and mm -hmm. I'm fine you know I can listen to it all day long it doesn't even I don't even hear it you know what I mean yeah. everyone else is like oh this song again and I'm like man I've been listening to this song for 30 years <laughs> you know? yeah. yeah and I mean even like and, and everything the, the, the concerts I go see it's all kind of based on who I was listening to back then even there's new ones you know but they're still yeah. they're still they still have to complement that 18 year old music yeah yeah taste <laughs> i mm -hmm. guess and no. and even just like I, I don't know i just i never have really felt like i've grown up from that point mm -hmm. and i've never mm -hmm. i don't i don't feel at all mature on the mm -hmm. in the core you know what i mean yeah 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 on the outside you learn to mask that you learn to put up you know i don't know you sit in a room with a bunch of people and you're like Man, like these are some serious adults, you know. What I mean? <laughs> and everybody's living a charade. And and I also I look at the people who were my age. Yeah. When I was eighteen, and I thought like, they were ancient. You know what I mean? Like like mm -hmm. even just our parents and our grandparents. You know. Yeah. Like, when I was eighteen, our grandparents were still like just barely into the, you know just barely uh retiring retirement age you know mm -hmm. <laughs> and mm -hmm. now both of them 30 years later have passed on yeah and and to think man when i was 18 they were like not too much older than me right now right and they all and just going back and thinking back through time that everybody seemed to have their shit together mm -hmm. all these adults and then you start to wonder if they really did mm -hmm. <laughs> these people that mm -hmm. are wearing ties and suits in yeah. these offices, driving these nice cars, if they're, yeah. if are, are they more evolved than me, or are they still at their core who they were at eighteen, and they're just yeah. doing this? So mm -hmm. I don't know, like like to say how you change is weird. It's almost like like you hit adulthood and you feel like you have to like play this other persona, mm -hmm. and then as you start to get older and like you, the responsibilities start to lighten, 
you kind of go back. <laughs> it's like that's yeah, kind of what yeah. I feel like I'm doing. I feel uh-huh. like I'm 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 moving back to who I was right. at 18. And you know, and maybe just coming from Utah culture and getting married so young, I just started and having kids so young, I started adulthood so young, and I just it's something that I missed out on. Maybe if I had not gotten married and had kids till I was 30. I would be well right now I would be completely different. I do think that there's something to that. You know, I, I'm pretty similar to that with you. You know, I got married at 22, had my first child by 24. And so, um, and we, you know, we only have two kids. And so I'm, um, 38, you know, I'm not super old, but I'm, I mean, my, both my children will be adults within the next, you know, under a decade. And so it's this weird, it's like this weird thing where I feel like um, I sp- I've spent a good portion of my time. Um, and, and, and when you do that, when you, you're, you have a family so young, you're doing it while you're trying to like figure out what you're doing to make money. You're doing it while you're going to school. And uh, so like it creates this weird dynamic of you're trying to balance it all at once. And then by the time you feel like, yeah, I think I can handle this. They're like old. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, which in some ways is really cool because you're still young when they're independent. Um, but then there's that part of you that's like, holy shit, like it just, uh, I was dealing with all this stuff while they were, you know, growing and, um, you feel like you miss out on that. But I do think that is a, a, a big factor is like what age you have kids and stuff, um, to like your personality. Right. And I, like, so, I look, I look at like my oldest daughter now. And I, and I think when I was your age, I had a two-year-old. I had you. Yeah. <laughs> you were two. Yeah. Like I can't even imagine her having to deal with that on top of life right now. Right. Right. And you know, impacts all the decisions you make and all that stuff. Um, so the big question is like, do you think? the changes in your family over time have ultimately changed your personality. Like, I don't even know when I say personality, I don't even really know what that means. Like, uh, I'm guessing personality would be how you react to challenges or your general temperament. I don't know. Like, I mean, what do you think personality means? What what personality? So that's kind of what goes back to like your personality isn't so much who you are at the core. It's kind of that mask you're showing to the public. Uh Uh-huh because and 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 there's aspects of your core that will like whatever personality you're because you you're like you say you can change your personality it doesn't even have to like change with time you can change your personality at will you can decide to be complete somebody to play the part of somebody completely different mm-hmm. right now you can just change yeah. you know <laughs> like mm-hmm. and especially if you're and 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 especially if you're like you don't have family around you <laughs> that yeah. when it makes it easier because those are the people that call you out and don't mm-hmm. let you change other ones are like hey that's not your normal personality you know what i mean <laughs> that's yeah, not what yeah. you would normally do hmm, you're acting yeah. strange and it's like no this is just who i decided to be today so kind of as you're able to grow or as your kids are growing and becoming more independent you're able to let your personality develop into what you want it to mm-hmm. because there, there's not people. There aren't people that are like anchoring you to that who you were, because people are people like don't like change, you know. <laughs> well, but I also I also have had a very my 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 kids have had a very different life than most kids. Like we've moved around a lot. They 
been separated by states from their mother. Um, they have the stepmother who like gives them emotional and warmth, <laughs> and they have yeah. an, a, a, their 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 biological mother who provides them the money with the stuff they need and takes them on trips. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. But they don't get that from me, and like for me, it's all been like I feel like they're. Comp- it, it, and this wasn't intentional. <laughs> this isn't like I created this roadmap. This is the way I'm going to raise my kids. This is this mm-hmm. just the way it happened? And looking back, they're all very independent. They're all very, not just book smart. They're very street smart. Like we've done a lot of adapting like <laughs> and changing. Like we've had to change. Mm-hmm. And I mean, they've seen, they've seen me knowing who I am, talk to people where I'm like trying to get somebody to rent to us. A house where I know if they look at my credit score or whatever, they're yeah, not yeah. going to rent to me. And I got to put on this charm. Mm-hmm. And like we pull up and I'm like, all right, kids, don't judge me. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but just stay with me. Don't question it. Get into roll with whatever I say where it's like, hey, yeah, yeah you're doing, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and, and, I don't know. So they've seen this 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 thing, and I, I I know this guy where his 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 youngest just left for college to San Francisco, and he suddenly had got this empty house with him and his wife, and he's like, oh, he's going on and on about empty nests, oh, empty nest syndrome, I'm an empty nester, and I'm just thinking, dude, like you're like ten years older than me, and you're having a problem with your. Like you're putting way too much of your own personality as your like as your kids, yeah. you know what I mean? Because it's like, yeah, my kids are kind of they don't really they they've already they have their personality. I don't stop them from being who they are. I don't I don't look in on I I've never once looked in on their personal social media. Yeah, they're, they're all private, and they and I don't look, you know. Mm-hmm. And when you don't have your parents. Like when every post, you, like I know people who post a picture and their their parents are like, people my age, their kids post something and they're like, the mom has to come in and say something. Oh, you look handsome, buddy, or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and it's like, man, just let the kid be autonomous, yeah. you know? Yeah, let him have his independence, though. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I, I, that, I'm gathering from you, so though like the public expression and personality may change depending on the setting, I'm getting the sense from you that in the various changes of your family dynamic that you still feel ultimately kind of like the same in the core. Yes. I yeah. do. Yeah. See, and I, and, and my family dynamic hasn't changed a ton other than just everybody's getting older. And I still feel like that characteristic of who I am is still the same. You know what I mean? Like it just, it feels, feels what I value when I was, you know, a decade or two ago is still the same as to like what I value and what I care about and what like drives me. As right. A and there are things that you value that you might value that you don't outwardly express even having a value in because like you, because you are, you're, 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 you have these, this other role you're playing where you have to be responsible and you have these yeah, kids to take yeah. care of. So you don't even let that manifest. And then all of a sudden years later, you're doing something and people are like, well, I didn't know you liked to do that. And it's like, well, that's because I've never done it, but I was taking care of kids and now I'm not. Yeah, so, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? The stuff yeah. I've always wanted to do, there's stuff I've always wanted to do, but I didn't. I never did. Mm-hmm. I always held back for a girl. You know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, now I, I have a woman that's like, do your thing. 
Yeah, isn't that nice? You know, and she does her thing, and yeah, I love the like when we go to social gatherings because we don't have to be arm in arm. Like we can yeah. be on opposite sides of the room, and we can. <clears throat> I don't know. Yeah, I just I feel really independent lately, and by uh, and by feeling independent, I feel closer to the group. You know, right? You you have your nobody. None of us are judging yeah. each other. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, that's uh, I think that's key to like success is just like you gotta. I think that's sometimes a hard lesson to learn is you just gotta like let people. Sometimes you gotta let people be like who they are, kind of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, okay, so here's another one I'm kind of curious about. So they talk about like your peers really having influence, and I've heard this um, uh, saying. I didn't come up with it, right? It's just this notion of you are the average of the five people you spend the most amount of time with. And see um, you see, you think, I, and I, I personally think um, I've seen that in my life a ton. And, and, um, and again, I don't even know that that penetrates to the core, but it definitely affects like your outer shell because those are the, those are kind of the, the mannerisms that you mimic, not even mm-hmm. intentionally. Yeah, for sure. And I think it depends on, you know, the, sometimes we spend, I, I think there's a couple things with that statement. Sometimes it's like a, when you, when you look at it, you think I'm spending, you know, a whole lot of time with people that, um, I don't highly value and what influence is that having? You know what I'm saying? Like, cause sometimes we have no choice, but to spend the bulk of our time with people that, um, Can we don't take care about shit out of you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's like, and, and it's like, and how can you not see my eyes rolling back in my head? Why are you not getting the hint? Just walk away. Just stop talking to me. <laughs> yeah. I feel but bad. I, do... I, I can't hide the contempt in my face. Oh yeah, for real. <laughs> but no, they don't see it. A... But they don't see it because it's like they no. still keep yammering on. <laughs> yeah, some people. Some people have a really hard time like reading the room, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I think it does have influence. The people you spend time with have influence. But when the people that you spend time with matter to you, um, I almost think it has no choice but to alter you in some way like i have you know i had a kind of an interesting situation where um some of my dear friends from growing up we all kind of went our separate ways in our 20s and then just miraculously in our 30s we all kind of ended back up in the same area and for the last decade we have spent just a crap load of time and i if i would be lying if i said that their views on the world, their perspectives, their just influence hasn't, I don't know, changed is the right word, but had an influence on me. And so I do think that, um, like the people you spend your time with do, can have influence if, you know, if they, if you do value them highly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they'll have more influence on the person that you don't value, but if you spend a lot of time with someone even that you don't value, you might not be mim- mimicking them, but they're changing you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even to just be irritated. Yeah. All day long. Right. Or to anticipate having to go be irritated tomorrow. 
yeah, can turn you Has into someone that you don't want to be. You know, that's uh, totally true. Totally true. I, I don't want to be an asshole, but <laughs> but I got to stop time talking. But <laughs> the only way to get you to stop talking to me is to be an asshole. Because yeah. well, you know what I mean, uh-huh. and it's like I want to be friends. I want to be friendly, but for that to happen, you these words have to stop coming out of your mouth. Yeah, like I don't agree with the things you're saying, <laughs> and mm-hmm. so I'm not telling you the things that you will disagree with. Like, like I don't come. I'm like blah 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 blah. It's like okay, great. You know, like what they? What do you, are you trying to get into a debate? Because I'm not giving you that. Yeah. Just I'll just nod my head and just wait for you to stop talking and they just don't get it and they just and so there there are certain people that I have like it's like I I know I'm going to be having to spend 8 hours with tomorrow and <laughs> and at night I'm already like uh yeah. Yeah, and that that like and that impacts life. Yeah, and, 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 and then the world. and then I walk in with a scowl on my face cuz it's like I have mm-hmm. to put I have to turn this mask to scowl to try to give off a hint of leave me alone today. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I don't want to, I want to be happy. I want to be doing my right. job with a smile. Yeah. And then that does, it affects who you are. Then you leave work and that you've been had that scowl all day and it stays there. Your face stays that way. <laughs> <laughs> when the wind changes. Yeah, for real. Um, well, you know, it's interesting too because I'm like one of the factors they say is occupation, and it's I think that is an interesting factor because if you look at it, what we do mixed with the fact that what we do often influences who we hang out with, just by the sheer nature that we spend so much time at work, like it almost feels like the work has like almost almost too much influence on like who we are. Well, yeah. You, know? you spend more time with the people at work than your family, generally. Yeah. yeah. And and you know when I'm going through, when I'm when I was going through that personality test this summer, I the thing that I think there are two factors on here, that I the, the six that I listed: family, peers, education, work, religion, and community. The two factors that I think had the biggest change in how I my responses were one religion, which we've talked about in the past, were a big you know, just a, had a big change. In. But two was work. And, you know, five years ago, I went from five or six years ago, I went from being a classroom teacher to a school administrator. And so like my whole, just like my whole role in when I, what I did when I went to work just completely shifted. And, and you go from like, you go into education because like you care about kids, you want to like do good in the world. And, and in administration, you want to do that as well. But like just all day you're dealing with the problems. Like if something gets to your desk, it gets there because it's a problem now. You know what I mean? And so like you're in problem solving mode all the time and you're dealing with the complaints and the concerns and your policy enforcing and just all that, you know, and you, like you do, you kind of like, it's sometimes hard to like not become Ed Rooney where like you just want every, you know, want everything to operate in a certain way. And not so much because you personally believe it should operate that way, but just because, your job is to make sure it operates that way. And when it doesn't, it's like, come on, man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't want it to, exactly. I, I, I want to buck the system too, but can't we all just like follow the system and not have problems and then go home and do whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just get the, just get the job done and I'll leave you alone. <laughs> and, 
And it's, but I think that had a huge factor in how I see the, it just, it does how I've seen the world, how I see the world has changed because of like my day to day. And then in that you're with people who are also of the personality or of that type, you know, and, and I've been in a variety of schools and with a variety of admin teams and, um, the environment to a school can change dramatically based on those personalities. And so, um, uh, I don't know. I just think, I think work has a, I think work and it, it's this weird, it's this weird thing. If like, you know, you, you go and you make these decisions about work kind of early on in life and then it has impact <laughs> the whole rest of life. And, uh, it, it just has a huge influence on, I think, on who we, who we are, like, or basically like who we become. Well, and you, you know? and I have been lucky that we are both kind of in fields that we want the fields we want. Yeah. I don't exactly. know. It's just a field I still want to be in, but the problem is yeah. it's, it's still working for somebody else and totally. there's still a system that you're in, but, yeah. but a lot of people, probably the majority of people have jobs that they just like, just a way to make money. They just need they, they yeah, they need to make money and they just sent out resumes to like, you know, got on a job search board and just sent out a bunch of resumes to a bunch of things just happened to get hired by a certain company and suddenly that's who they are. They they put on the uniform, yeah. they get the name tag, they have or you know, you get the name on your desk and you're there and you get the mug, you know, mm -hmm. and it's nothing <laughs> you ever intended and set out to do in life and suddenly yeah. you're answering phones for a refrigeration company. You know what I mean? Right, right. <laughs> Uh -huh. and, and and like and and then and then you're there for 20 years. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's uh, and I and I think that it definitely um, influences who you become. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And how you see the world. There's no doubt about that. I have a a really good friend. Speaking of a friend who I keep in contact with, and um, uh, he's started a job that we're it's basically just a way to make money and, and comments all the time on how, on how absurd it feels to, um, <laughs> spend this amount of time to make this little of money and not be able to like do those things that are fulfilling in life. And, um, man, I think that's hard. It, well, you, just, I, I, you know, like they always say like you find a find a career that's what you want, love to do or do what you love. Yeah. But man, that's just, that doesn't exist. The, you have to find a balance. You have to be able to detach from the work you to be the outside work you, and you got to go yeah. to work and get the money because, and then go home and not be leave work at work. That's the hardest thing for most people to do. Most conversations like, what do you do? Or they're talking about work or talk, even when you get home and you're talking about your day, <clears throat> sometimes like, it's like, I don't really want to talk about my day. I just want to like start chapter two of the day, <laughs> you know, and well, leave that back there. But, well, but, you can't like do it. So they'll, so that what's the other alternative to do, to work for yourself, mm -hmm. but that's impossible right now because yeah. most people won't support an independent, somebody working for themselves there. We're trained to give our money to the corporation and work in the corporate system. So if you even like break apart and try to start your own business, your friends and family generally won't help you succeed. What they'll want is the friend and family discount, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you just get, yeah. and, and you just can't do it. Like, or if you do actually make it, it's only because you were working within the rules of the capitalist system. 
mm-hmm. and not necessarily doing what you love to do. So like that's I think that's something that gets pounded into people like you have to be, you should be doing what you love to do and then we feel unfulfilled because we're not. But it's really impossible. Well, and and the the hard part to do that is it, to make it sustainable the amount of of time and energy that goes into it sometimes isn't worth it. You know what I mean? Like, for example, I, when I taught, um, I had my summers and I would do woodworking in the summers. And there is a part of me, if I'm a hundred percent honest, the thing that I think would be, um, most fulfilling to me, um, even though I do enjoy what I do is to create, like is to, is to build stuff out of wood you know what i mean and and like be able to exhibit this craftsmanship and like have this creative output and um i think that would be most fulfilling but in order to like truly make that sustainable and also be independent like to run your own business you're no longer just doing the creative part you know what i mean like you are now managing the books managing your employment making sure that you're uh marketing you're you're doing all of this other stuff in order to make that sustainable to where like it, some of the joy gets and lost. Suddenly, it just becomes a job. You know what I mean? Uh huh. And so it's and it's can like you this, can you price match Walmart? Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> totally true. You know. That's and I and I do, I do think that's part of what it's a lot of the dis the lack of satisfaction people feel in their work is due to the nature of that. Like in well developed economies, the overwhelming majority of people work in these service industries where what we do isn't fully seen you know what i mean it's it's like it's it's this really nebulous service that we're providing but like we don't always see the benefit or even the purpose of why we do what we do whereas like in in you know i I don't know in less developed economies like you are working your ass off you see like (laughs) you see the fruits of what you do but i don't know that, that that's like I don't like, I don't want to be doing that either. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so it's, uh, yeah, it's, a, it's kind of a dilemma. Some, something just occurred to me. It's that we never put the proper value on people. Even uh-huh. when you take into consideration the, the, the McDonald's drive through bag filler. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. person whose job it is to put the food in the bag. Mm-hmm. When you get a bag of food, and it's not exactly what you ordered. It's like that idiot, stupid McDonald's <laughs> drive-through yeah, well, idiot, like, blah blah blah. Well, it's like yeah, it's like it's like, paying, it's yeah. like yeah, but put the actual value on them of that they're making minimum wage, and they had to yeah, take exactly. the bus to get there, which yeah. which already cuts their wage in half. You know what I mean? And right. and all these things that they have to do, and 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 McDonald's probably made them buy their uniform, you know? right? And uh-huh. and. I don't know if they did or not. Don't sue me. Um, <laughs> and we put this value on them as they have to be a hundred percent perfect all the time. But when we ourselves aren't perfect in life, yeah. you know, yeah. but it's like, it's like the, the things that we, so like, okay, so put the value on that person that actually, yeah, it is. It's a, it's a, it, it's a McDonald's idiot, you know, yeah. like that's mm-hmm. what you got. You, yeah. that's, you that's, that's what that's what you get on the that's dollar menu, get, man. but but that but even now man that's not even true because it's like that that's what it used to be because those are the only like people could afford the only people that could afford to live on those jobs were kids who were still living at home right and now those right. are the jobs that are you know like there's all these 
these touts of the unemployment rate and how everybody's employed, but no, everybody's now employed by these $12 an hour jobs because yeah. they don't have at, a choice. Yeah, underemployment is a you know, whole other factor you got to look at as well. Yeah. So I don't know what, why I went off on that tangent. But yeah. Value people as well, people. Yeah. Not as well, their occupation. And work matters. Like like what we do matters. It like it just influences. influences what would you be doing if you were a single mother of three that had no no other one no one else was hiring? So you had to take this job where you're working alongside a right. sixteen year old, and mm -hmm. your baby your your the daycare is calling half your half your check goes to daycare, and the daycare is calling, and your kid's sick, and you can't get there, and you're putting. It's not just dumb kids anymore, you know. No. <laughs> it's like well, there's people back there that are just trying to make ends meet. Yeah, and and that's a hard situation to get out of too, because sure you need to like, you know, go go gain a skill or whatever, but to find the time to be able to do that and the money to be able to pay for it. I mean, it's a whole, it's a whole, uh, you know, huge dilemma that that it's hard to get out of, yeah. you know, once you're in it. Yeah, that's it's just it's just there's. You just have to have empathy for like all walks of life. Uh -huh. um, my oldest daughter's um, about to graduate with a degree in sustainability, mm -hmm. and and she's we we've had talks where she it's all like she, you know, like the Amazon's burning, yeah. right? And, yeah. and and we everyone was outraged for a couple of days, but is anyone still outraged? It's still burning. Right. And but it and but the the reason behind that is basically the same reason that we're experiencing climate change. Fifty percent of emissions come from cattle. And mm -hmm. and if everyone stopped eating meat, that would be the biggest environmental the biggest way to fix the environment. However, that gets that gets shouted from the elite or the um entitled, you know, people who mm -hmm. have have means to go vegetarian right but there are people and, and there are people who have the means and don't but there are also people right. who like those fast food options are the cheapest options and that's the only way they're right. even living and and they're working these right. three jobs and the only way they can live is to grab a dollar burger in between jobs mm -hmm. that's their protein and and like, yeah. but nobody's talking about that. Like nobody's talking about one way to fix the environment is to stop, is to, is to fix poverty, you know? Yeah. 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 For real. And that wasn't yeah. where we were, where you wanted to go at all when we started. But. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. Yeah. But, uh. But I'm waking Madden. up, Doug. <laughs> so so yeah. I'm starting to spew. <laughs> it only took me yeah, 45 just... minutes. <laughs> so, but anyway, I you know I just think I, I don't I just thought that that list of uh, things is interesting on how how those factors like do they change us and and uh, I kind of think. Um, and, and maybe it's totally normal, you know, and, and probably, hopefully we should at least change a little, um, as we grow. But, um, I think, I think those two things work and religion have had a kind of a big impact on like how I view myself, like my own perspective and, and probably, you know what, maybe even like underneath it all is religion is even a bigger factor because religion is often so embedded in, in work structures in a, 
place like Utah, um, well, that it almost think, feels like there's they can't be separated. Maybe personality is and, and and personality change isn't so much that you're changing, but that you're you're actually becoming who you always were. Like there are things at your core that you've always wanted to do, and as you get older, there's certain things that you're allowed that you allow yourself to let go of. And that opens up a spot for that thing that to finally manifest. Not so much that you've been influenced by outside things, but it's like, like as you're like, oh man, this doesn't even like, you, like let's take religion. You reached a point where you're like, mm-hmm. I don't need this, you know. Yeah. And you let that go. And now, now, some other thing that's inside of you is allowed to take that spot. And and now it's like you've changed. And it's like, no, I'm just this is who I always was. I just had that block. Well, and that's, you know, I think that's actually probably fairly accurate. It's probably maybe more accurate to say we are who we are and how that is going to manifest and how that's going to be displayed is going to shift depending on what um, input we are receiving, you know. And so if you change the input, well, yeah, the output might look different now. You know what I mean? Like if you are no longer you know, participating in this very traditional belief. Well, okay. So yeah, your life is going to look different and you're going to see things differently. So, you know, that might even actually be the case for, no, you're actually going to, you're actually going to outwardly show that that's how you've always thought. Cause probably when you let something go like that, it's because the inner you is like, come on, man, like let this shit go so we can be who we really are, man. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and the reality is that is true. Like that for me, with the religion stuff, um, there there was always that little nagging, that little nagging piece, you know. Um, this like is holding us down. <laughs> just like even like the, the you know a lot of faiths are proselytizing. That you know you go out and you proselytize. And I remember being 13, 14 years old, and that just feeling like, no, no way, no way. <laughs> Am I going to go out and like market this? You know what I mean? And, and, uh, like that hasn't changed. That was in me from teenage years. Right, right. I, I have the, the same thing. I think I, we even talked about it on here where our yeah, dad said have. to me, at this rate you're going, you're never going to go on a mission. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, that's an option. <laughs> Holy shit, that changes everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Doesn't change exactly. who I am, but it changes yeah. the way I'm going to allow my personality to. If I keep going at this pace, well, thanks for being the lead car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah, so, you know, what what have we figured out on this? Um, it's either we, our personalities change or they don't. Who knows? <laughs> I guess. <Right. laughs> really, who knows? <clears throat> but I thought it was interesting, you know, because sometimes I feel, feel like I've changed and sometimes I feel like I'm the same damn person. Yeah. Well, I think, I mean, I'm trying to like put it in to, to think of it in terms of like, uh, like a, 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 a criminal or, you know, yeah. like, like a, like a, like a, a violent criminal or a, yeah, who has to change or who has incentive to well, change. Well, where, like, is that who they are at their core? Oh. And, and like, like, cause, because I mean, take that like early childhood development is a big thing, you know, like, yeah. yeah. Like if, if I was, if I'm saying who I am, it was at 18 is who mm-hmm. I am then like yeah. the, for somebody to be like that what was that childhood like <laughs> you know what i mean right. because right. my childhood was pretty independent 
because yeah. just because of the things that were going on, I, I, yours was a lot less independent than mine, and you were bound a lot by um, economic, I think, barriers. Than, right. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. that was the kind of crap that kept you in place. But like, yeah, that, I, yeah. At the time in history when our parents got divorced, it was like I was the oldest, and I was the one that was just like. There were there was a baby, you know, uh-huh, that needed to be uh-huh. tended, and I was the one that was like, I just did my thing. I've been doing yeah, my thing yeah. since I was twelve years old, right? And so who I am at who I was at eighteen was a lot different than somebody who was raised under a strict. Mm-hmm. So like like I mean I don't know maybe the, I it, I want like how much do you think parents' influence on you is a factor in who you are. Do you think you'd be different if dad had never left? Yeah, I do. Um, uh, you know, I, I part of me wonders if my temperament would still be the same. I think that would probably stay the same. But I would venture to guess that how I see the world would probably A, a lot of your opinions and a lot different. of the things you wanted to do would have been probably stopped, you know? Uh-huh. With, with there was well, some, some kind of authority there. Well, and, you know, a huge influence on me even now is the sense of feeling I and, and whether it was accurate or not, this is how it was perceived. I felt marginalized growing up just just by the sheer nature of being a kid in poverty, being in a community like this with divorced parents. And because yeah, that's when it was still a stigma. Uh huh. And, and I just, and, you know, living in a trailer park in a fairly affluent community just felt, I, I just, and, and people never really were rude about it. And so a lot of that was self-perceived, but, um, I got a huge portion of like, just how, like who I am, I think comes from that. Just, I just felt marginalized growing up, you know, and again, that probably is not justified. Like I, I, I'm like mature enough to recognize that a lot of that was probably in my head, but, but it um, still was there. It still was there and it still had influence. And so I think that, um, just having, you know, a household where there was two, two, um, parents and the fact that like the, the adult male that I had in my life was you. (laughs) That wasn't like, there wasn't, I had mom and two sisters in the house and, um, and we have, we have another brother, but he was gone for a portion of that, you know, doing the mission thing and all that stuff. Um, and then like off in college for part of that. And so just even the, like that sense of like that fatherly figure, um, just wasn't there. That's you know what I mean? Just... You. <laughs> <laughs> and so I just think I see the world differently because of that. I wonder you if, know what I mean, I wonder if religion didn't, if the, the faith didn't stick to you. Because they tried to trick me back into the church when I was 16, and you were eight, uh, and they had me baptize you into the church. Do you remember? Yeah, I well, I mean, oh, I I'm the one that baptized you. Yeah, I know. I remember because of pictures. And, but and to be honest, I don't and remember. I, the and day. I shouldn't have. Like there was no, like I wasn't <laughs> worthy. Like I wasn't. <laughs> you broke, you broke I wasn't. I didn't believe. I hadn't been yeah, to church, yeah. and like the, like. Like if you took the list of the requirements re- needed to like baptize somebody, I had mm-hmm. I had the age I was sixteen. 
<laughs> that was the one thing I qualified for. Yeah. And and I don't I can't even I don't know how they got me to do it because at 16 I was already kind of like I don't know what was going on in my life. I can't rem- I don't remember it at all. I just know that I did it. I'm the same as you. I'd have no memory of it. Yeah, yeah. Except for that picture. Yeah. And but I and I know they were doing it to try to get me if I did yeah, this I be, would have this I would have, have this, this feeling this yeah. experience and it's like yeah. it just didn't. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I that wasn't I'm, at my core. I didn't have that personality and <laughs> my my personality trait. There are people that probably doing that would trigger something in, inside yeah. them. Absolutely. I think I think uh, I think that is what keeps fulfills a lot of people is the fact that they have these meaningful experiences. And and you know and I and that's and I have no problem with that. People have meaningful experience and they want to participate. That's great. But I'm going to go out on a limb and say that that's probably not the reason it didn't stick. <laughs> I don't, like, you know what I mean? Like, the, the, I don't, I don't know that the ritual. The reality of it was you had ever... an illegitimate baptizing into the Mormon <laughs> yeah. Tr- church. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you just didn't know it. Yeah. <laughs> Blame me. <laughs> so, anyway, that's uh, those are my thoughts. Those are my thoughts lately. But, but you know what? That was at the time. So, like, like you said, like, there, if there was more of an authoritative figure at that time, I pro, I probably would have done the thing where you you go on a Mormon mission and then come back and get married in the temple and have a Mormon family. Like well, if, exactly. I That's probably what I'm saying. would have done that. It would have been in the family tradition. It would have been. It would have been the thing that like you do, and um, and I even just think, you know, it's it's funny. In, in my job now, I have to like, I don't know, it's just, you, there's like different awards and different events that you kind of, you're kind of like the one who has to like, um, introduce stuff. MC. And it almost has, yeah, yeah exactly. You know, like it almost has like this fatherly and that stuff feels so foreign to me. Just, just, and a lot of that just comes from like not having a dad you know what i mean it's just some of those really traditional things that are still within our culture here and i've like learned them over time now right but i remember you can play the role first yeah exactly play the part you you figure it out but i remember in like in the early my early 20s um when i was in those situations um at first those were um they were hard and and even now they still don't feel natural to me but like you figure it out and so um i just i just think that stuff would have had influence and who knows where that would have been and and I, there's not you know I, i'm i'm happy with who i became so like i don't have any like um you know there's no part of me that's sad that things weren't different um in fact there's a part of me that is grateful for it because I think there's some things that could have been potential roadblocks, you know, because I think some of the stuff that bothers me could have still bothered me. And had I been more embedded within the faith, um, it, you know, could have could have had maybe deeper consequences. Well, and look, look at the trickle down. <laughs> so uh-huh. my son went to homecoming yesterday. Mm-hmm. And so he's asking me to help him tie a tie because. I've n- I've never taught him how to tie a tie, you know? right? And right. that mostly comes from the fact that I don't really know how to tie a tie. 
<laughs> I, I learned how to tie a tie from my mom. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it's not the manly, I don't know, the double Windsor manly knot. It's this cheap, uh-huh. cheap imitation yeah. of it, you know? I, mean, I don't know uh-huh. where uh-huh. she learned it, but it, it, it right. never looks right. That It's never straight. It's always a little crooked. Yeah, it's kind of small. Cr- yeah, that's, that's the same one I do. <laughs> and, and, and I'm like, we live in a world now where, I, where YouTube... Can 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 compensate yeah, can for you. my lack yeah. of shit being passed down. Something, go go YouTube how to tie a tie, dude. Because yeah, yeah, no. You don't I want know. the t- you don't want the tie. I'm going to teach you to tie. <laughs> Let's break this cycle here. <laughs> <laughs> you could pass this on to your kid, but you're not yeah. going to get it from me because I got it from my mom, and you don't want the tie technique I got from my mom. Yeah. <laughs> Trust me, yeah. it's been a long life. Of trying to make that little angle go straight. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I look in the mirror. <laughs> oh, that was uh, too accurate. <laughs> so, so, yeah, I guess I guess your upbringing does have a lot to do. But if you're if you're aware enough, you can you can see where to stop it. Yeah, exactly. There are there are probably people who would have just passed on that. Technique, but there's ways. There, 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 there's supplements. There are now. interventions. There's yeah, supplements. there are interventions now. <laughs> so, yeah. so, when he, so when his son comes to him and says, "Can you teach me how to tie a tie, Dad?" He'll be like, "Well, Tie Master three seven six showed me." <laughs> yeah, then aren't you sad though that that will die? <laughs> that, that uh, old knot. No, man, I, that's yeah. I. I hate that. It's the biggest. I'm so self-conscious when I have a tie on. I have. Cause... I have learned. I have learned. You know, because my job, I have to wear a tie every day. <laughs> I have learned the tr- the reason it all matters of the material of the tie. Oh, so I have because, cheap ties. Well, not necessarily cheap. It's just thin, and so you can have expensive thin ties, but the knot will just go too small and crooked and so <laughs> anyway this is not what, what we need to be talking about it's all good i think i think that's uh i think i think that's coming to a natural yeah natural uh, stopping point isn't i it? hope that wasn't the peak but <laughs> <laughs> yeah all right well i'm gonna go back and listen to this because i don't really have any idea what we talked about yeah it's kind good of question. a meandering as they always are. Yeah. But the the MO. I like Shabbat to listen Shalom. in the car. Yeah. And yeah, for real. I don't that's weird. I listen back to all of them, sometimes more than once. Yeah. I do too normally. Um last last time I was unable to just cuz like I was saying I've been in the work hole, but generally I do, yeah. I listened to it last night, our last one. Oh, did you? Because uh, Holly hadn't listened yet, I'm like, oh, because she started, she started, we were started talking about uh, that Cure concert, and I'm like, didn't you listen to that? And so we were able to relive. Oh yeah, to go. We were able to relive that, that, that show. <laughs> That's good. All right, man, I'm gonna cut you free. It's Sunday morning, and I know you got stuff to do. Yeah, gonna go, uh, go party. I got a whole lot of nothing to do, and I'm looking forward to it. That's good. That's real good. All right. Okay, man. It's going to probably be a while, huh? You're going to China? Um, I Two weeks from today, I'm I'm out of here. I'm in China for um, 
they do this. They bring in educators. We just have to pay for the ticket over there. Then they pay for the rest. And so they take us around. So, um, I will be around next weekend. Um, uh, next weekend I'll be at desert days. So yeah, maybe may be a little bit. So it may be another few weeks. Yeah. But if you are at desert days, I'm going to try, I'm, I'm hoping to uh, buy a little microphone. I can connect to my phone. I want to do some, uh, some podcasting the... from out there. Yeah. And, uh, so come find me. That'll be great. All right, man. I'll talk to you, uh, like in a month or something. Have fun yeah. in China. <laughs> since, <laughs> Will do. Since this is the only time we talk. Yeah. Everybody should have a podcast with everybody, and then everybody would be talking. Yeah. <laughs> and and uh, you can go back and listen to it when you get uh, lonely. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Your friend is right there. <laughs> yep. All right. Talk to you later. Okay. You have no father. Your mother's gone. You have no father. Yes, my father's gone. What about your brother, your sister, to see you through? We all need a brother, a sister, to see us through. We'll be alright. It will be alright. I will be a brother.